It is the Chicago vs. United audio podcast cover story series. Featuring interviews with the premier talent in the Chicago music community who are making the lead stories this month at ChicagoVersUnited.com. My name is Jaime Black, recording out of the Music Garage, Chicago's professional music rehearsal space and home of the Dynasty Podcast Network. You can check them out on the web at MusicGarage.com. This week, talking with Adam Lucas of Apteca about his band's new album, Gargoyle Days. Adam, how's it going? Good, man. How are you? I'm good. Uh, how has 2011 been for Apteca? There's a lot I want to talk to you about, but let's kind of start um, it, back. It's, it's been pretty great. I mean, we made a record. We kind of, um, I mean, that's the biggest thing. Uh, spent a lot of time on it. I mean, we really made a record, yeah. which I don't think a lot of people are doing these days. It's more just kind of like quick and dirty, but like we actually, you know, went in there and did it. And then after the studio, we've had like some really good shows. So played with Jane's Addiction. So it was pretty awesome. You know, even when I was writing my questions, I was like, I know that before we even get to the record, they're going to bring up Jane's Addiction. We're going to want to talk about Jane's Addiction. So let's touch on the Jane's Addiction thing, because that is that's pretty like incredible. And you you opened for them recently at Metro uh, earlier last couple months. Like, yeah, end of September. End of September. And you did two nights with them, right? Yeah. That's crazy. It, it was pretty crazy, man. Like, <laughs> How does something like that happen? Because Apteca, really skilled, um, talented band. You know I'm a fan of you guys. But maybe not as on the radar as you know Jane's Addiction. So how does a band right. like Apteca get on that bill? Well, I, I mean, from what we understand, uh, you know, Perry Farrell was look, looking for a good local band to open up. And he really wanted to keep it like someone that's like not just like one of the bigger bands in the city. Or I don't know, one that would make like commercial sense, I guess, in a way. He was like, very like going for like an indie band. And then he, I guess he asked around town to a couple people, and they recommended us, and they listened to it and asked us to play. That's crazy. I mean, I wasn't sure if you guys were like, you know, old college roommates with Harry <laughs> yeah, or no. just like, <laughs> no, no. you know. But yeah. but when I saw that, I was really stoked. I was like, oh my god, Apteca! Like, good for them, man. That's yeah, fantastic. It was, it was an amazing experience. Did you guys get any feedback from? Jane's Addiction from Perry from any of the members like were you able to interact with them at all I mean it was more before the shows like okay. they were like hey you the Chicago band like you know we checked out your stuff it's really good um, it's pretty which incredible is pretty, it was a great yeah I mean they came up and they're all super nice guys which you know because I, I almost feel like it's one thing to play Lollapalooza which is really cool by the way not putting that right. down but it's another to open directly for Jane's Addiction at the Metro over two nights yeah the two nights thing really made it sink in too the first night was great but I'd like to just have it be all set up and ready to go again I mean it was that was amazing. So that's pretty incredible. And, you know, the good news has not stopped there. You have a new CD about to drop on Halloween. It's called Gargoyle Days. Congratulations on that, first of all. Thanks, man. You and I talked, uh, I think, via email earlier this year. I was doing a feature at ChicagoVersUnited.com where I was kind of, like, running through what all the bands in the city were doing for the year. And I know that when I talked with you, I was looking over those that feature again earlier today, and you mentioned that this record and this recording experience would be Apteca's first recording experience in a real studio. Was yeah. that when, what ended up happening? Yeah. I mean, it was our first real. I mean, everything else we've recorded in our practice space. Um, so I've recorded pretty much most of everything. And, you know, there's all sorts of quirky mistakes that, you know, I think are cool to a certain extent. But, you know, we wanted to really, I mean, it was really just trying to make a record, like yeah. go in there and, and do it. I mean, and then there's all sorts of, you know, problems and all sorts of great things arise, like, when you're doing it that way. And there's, like, pretty much a deadline, too. I mean, we spent a month, so it was pretty much everything had to be mixed, and there was just, like, we plowed through it. And, um, yeah, it, w- it was an amazing experience. How was it being able to go into a studio versus your practice space? Like, what were some of the advantages that you didn't have available to you prior? Well, there's a guy there. <laughs> They're working. <laughs> <laughs> there are employees uh, yeah, and professionals. I, um, and- yeah, and there's, like, other rooms, so, you, you know. Can, don't have to hear the loud drums when they're tracking drums. We sure. also got to play together as a band, which we've never mm-hmm. been able to do. It's always been instrument by instrument. 
Right. Because we're doing in the practice space, there's a lot of bleed, so it's always drums first, like to a click track or something. So this let us like actually play live as a band and like capture like the emotion of the like the, the performance was I think really accentuated by doing it this way. Like instead of we could always tweak things before, but this was like it was about the performance and capturing it. Before the mics were on, you said that there's a vinyl. You know, you're doing the vinyl, not the CD. You guys went into a recording studio, recorded as a full band. This really sounds like an old school rock and roll experience, which is funny that it's even old school because that used to be just how it was done. Right. Yeah. But now everything is kind of like Pro Tools and you know separate, and you release it as a single or an EP. But like, you guys really went the old school route with this. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's. I think that's kind of what's missing right now is that sort of focused effort um, by bands. So anyway, it was like we it was like a challenge to try to do it. So that was really fun. And you were recording, I think, at Gallery of Carpet, and then um, went over to Chicago Mastering Service. Yeah. Is that kind of how it broke down? Yeah, definitely went out to Villa Park and recorded with this at this awesome studio, with lots of like vintage yeah. and analog gear. Um, but not, you know, it's not. There's other places I think that get kind of dogmatic about it and only do analog. He's not like that. So we got to like mix digitally. You know, I think it was the best of both worlds. So we could get the performance, but then, you know, edit to a certain extent. How far back do some of the songs on this record date? Because I know you guys have been recording for a while, and sometimes you talk to bands about their first record, and they're like, we've had these songs for five years. And then other times they're like, we wrote those um, in the last three months. It's kind of all over the... Most of them were really close, like, as we approached the record. But there's also a song on there that actually kind of predates the band. Um, to a certain extent so um, <laughs> how does that work we're like yeah i mean it was just i don't we tried to demo it out and we tried to record it in our practice space and it just never quite um lived up to what i thought it should be or we should, thought it should be and like we went in the studio and did it and it was kind of um we weren't sure it was like the last track to try out and we did it and i think it's like turned out to be one of the best ones so you know apteca is a band that has always kind of had this like shoegaze label attached to them which i think is something that works with the music but i feel like it doesn't solely define you like are you guys you know and i keep saying you guys it's just you but you know you and the band (laughs) are you comfortable with that label or are you kind of like we're more than that well i don't think we're uncomfortable i I don't know if it's totally true but you know i think when most people say it they're not saying it from like the original way they said shoegazer which was like boring live band like most people that know what shoegaze is is you are usually using it as a compliment right so i mean in that way it's cool but like i think we're more like a rock band actually with um i mean we played loud guitars <laughs> i think that maybe it just might be that loud guitars are kind of almost such a rarity nowadays yeah that I, it, it I, kind of becomes a novelty i think that's true i mean most indie bands like use little amps and like mm-hmm. and i think that the whole thing what we're doing right now is old school like that i mean we're like a loud powerful rock band it's funny how that's a novel thing yeah now. i mean it's like there, I don't, and there's not many bands really doing it. i mean and it's yeah. fun i mean we want to create an experience like with volume and everything and the show itself that you know i don't think you can do with little lamps well it's kind of funny too by being one of the few bands that's doing this you have these opportunities like to open for jane's addiction whereas in 1996 there might have been a few other bands like to choose yeah, from totally i mean i think that it was a really i mean it, it was awesome to play with them and I, I, it was like really a good fit too so how has the response been? I know that the record's not out yet when people are going to hear this podcast, but I'm sure friends, family, you know, like I know that there have been little snippets uh, heard here and there online. Like, what has the response been like to the new material so far? I mean, it's been really positive. Um, I think it really is a focused effort, and we got to kind of, you know, explore some different things that we do that never made sense because we were always doing it like song by song and then mm-hmm. putting it out on the internet. And then this has, you know, it, it breathes, and, you know, that's cool. So you can kind of like generate themes and tones and. 
everything. It's just more expansive, so that's what's cool. I know you have another project as well called Pink Frost. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've written about uh, that project as well. I dig what you guys were doing with that band. Is there any like developments with that project, or has this year really been kind of more about Aptech? Um, we're planning on going in the studio again for Pink Frost at the end of the year. Um, but yeah, this has been like very much Aptega all year, which has been great. I mean, it was like just really focused. So, and I think that comes across on the record. Yeah, I, I dig that because it is a very kind of, it's not limited, but it's a singular vision. It very much sounds like one band throughout the whole record. And you can tell that uh, you guys have been putting a lot of time and effort into this yeah, as well. So. for sure. You guys, Apteka playing a record release show Monday, October 31st, Halloween at the Empty Bottle. Are you guys going to dress up or do any covers? We're figuring that out right now. No, we're going to probably play like most of the record. I mean... Yeah, and it's going to be a great show. I mean, Sybris is playing, who's a great band, and the singer of Sybris is also playing as the first band. And it's their first show. They're called Touch by Ghoul. So it's gonna be and cool. it's a free show. Yeah, absolutely. Free uh, Halloween. Is there like an RSVP attached to that, or is it just walk-in free? Just walk-in. Man, you cannot beat that. Yeah. And people can also pick up the vinyl at the show, correct? Yeah, totally. And they have like free like download codes with the album. I love it. And, you know, for anyone maybe out of state, anyone who can't make it to that show, what's the best place for them to be able to listen to, be able to purchase Gargoyle Days and find out more about Apteca? Yeah, uh, you can just go to aptecamusic.com and there will be links to all that stuff. All that stuff, everything there. Yeah, pretty much. Well, Adam, you know, I've been following Apteca for a bit. You know I love the last single, and this record is really phenomenal. You can tell that you guys put a lot of effort and time into it. And I'm so stoked to see things happening, like the record coming out, opening for Jane's, and I really hope that that momentum continues and you guys are able to carry this forward. Yeah, man. Thanks, man. Absolutely. Thank you so much for coming up. Appreciate it. This has been the Chicago vs. United Audio Podcast Cover Story Series. Thanks to Adam Lucas from Apteka for being on the show this week. Check out the band's new album, Gargoyle Days, out now. Dynasty Podcast records at the Music Garage in Chicago. You can check them out on the web at musicgarage.com. You can find past episodes of the Chicago vs. United audio podcast at chicagoverseunited.com, including interviews with Empires, Sons, Yawn, and many, many more. You can follow the Dynasty Podcast Network through all social and digital media channels at the ministryofthedynasty.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty, my name is Hyman Black, Dynasty Descend.